This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Small Biz America. The Brain. Our guest on this segment has experienced a range of highs and lows, successes and challenges that few individuals experience in their own entrepreneurial journey. Today, Mark A. Grant is a speaker, an author, educator, radio show host, marketing expert, and the CEO of an enterprise that includes the Success Connection team, the Seven Figure Authors Institute, and AuthorsBusinessRadio.com. He's dedicated to helping authors and other entrepreneurs achieve the kind of success he has and continues to do. Joining us on the line from his headquarters in Brooklyn, New York, is Mark A. Grant. Mark, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me, David. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Entrepreneurs are rewarded for bravery. You've been involved in business in one form or another for more than 15 years. Take us back to a younger Mark Grant, your very first entrepreneurial endeavor. What was happening for you in your life, and and what caused the spark that caused you to go out and start your own business? Well, it sounds to me like that was only yesterday. (laughs) Just kidding. When I started out, believe it or not, I started without actually starting, like so many other great uh, entrepreneurs and enterprises that we have today. I started uh, washing cars, believe it or not. That was my very first uh, thing, and it was just something that I did because I was young and I got my first car, and like most young people, you want to keep it clean, you know? It was my baby. And I did such a good job doing it, people started asking me, hey, can you wash my car too? And of course, me being a young man said, hey, why not? I'll do it, you know, I'm not doing anything else. So I started to do that and I realized that uh, I was very good at it. So this all started in front of my house and I went to uh, other people's homes and businesses to get their cars done because of course, everybody could not come to me. After a while of doing that, I realized that the products that I was using, it was not the right commercial applications. So I started to investigate how could I get professional products, and I eventually found a uh, manufacturer and uh, started to buy professional-grade detailing and cleaning supplies. And before you knew it, I had another problem, which was the winter. I could not clean cars in the winter because, well, it's winter, it's too cold. So I had to eventually uh, rent somewhere and I did that for a little while. And then the person that I was buying my supplies from said to me, hey, you know, you're pretty good. Why wash a car for $20 and make 20 bucks? You can sell the same product, it'll probably take you less time, and you can make the same $20. Well, David, 
it didn't take me long to figure out <laughs> what I needed to do. I so it. I said, you know what? Why don't you give me some of these products and I'll go in my local neighborhood and I'll just start, you know, talking to local business owners, you know, body shops, car washes, you know, new car dealers and the like. And I did that and, well, before you know it, a few years later, I had a business that was doing uh, over $300,000 in sales oh, cool. and was great. But it all happened as a result of just one thing led to another. So it wasn't an intentional plan from the beginning, but it did. And this spotlights your God-given ability, I'd say, to recognize a problem, solve it, and with a certain attention to detail that uh, is required to succeed as an entrepreneur. Is that fair? That's a very fair statement. I like this comment by uh, Brian Tracy. He says, no matter what you do today, whether you work for somebody else or, you know, you have your own business, everybody's business card can say the same thing, problem solver. And that's what I am inherently. And most people should be problem solvers, like Brian Tracy said, whether you work for someone else or you know, you just have a job. You are a problem solver at the end of the day. And I believe that's um, why we all get paid. You know, there's a recent article in Forbes, which I'm sure you and your listeners know of, the now richest person in the world, the richest, the billionaire. You know, this guy is uh, from Mexico, and he's getting a lot of backlash because of, uh, hey, how could you be a billionaire? You know, this is Mexico, right? And he says, look, I, I'm not feeling bad about it. I don't feel guilty about it because, you know what? I've created the more the most jobs in this country, two hundred and fifty thousand and over a million worldwide. So I deserve to have all this money. In other words, he's a problem solver. Yep. He sees it and he solves it. Mark, it's been said that we learn from the successes we have, but even more, we learn from the failures or the so-called failures, the challenges. Over the years, if you could look back, what are some of the most profound lessons you've learned along the way on either side of that equation that would be instructive for our audience? Well, I think most people have heard the term bankruptcy, and most people, I think, they look at it as something that's negative. But to me, believe it or not, if that did not happen to me, I would not be where I am today because what it did, it allowed me to really come up with a more efficient business model. And I can tell you, that was not a failure. You see, I learned from Robert Kiyosaki one thing. The words that you use determine your success. And he says, poor people say, I failed. The rich and the wealthy say, I have learned. So I don't use that word because it's all a learning experience. And for me, going bankrupt was the best thing that happened because I had a supplier that I was doing business with. I mean, thousands of dollars worth of business per month. And arbitrarily, my supplier decided, without any warning, by the way, I never forget, uh, December 2001, that that supplier did not want to sell me any more supplies for my business because I needed to pay my entire bill. And at that moment, although I was driving, you know, Lexuses and nice cars and all these things, I realized I had no money. The banks wouldn't give me any money. I was overextended. My credit cards were maxed out. And it wasn't long that uh, I realized, man, I'm in a lot of trouble here. And after waiting and trying to get all the advice I could, the only option that I had at the time was to re invent myself by restructuring through a bankruptcy, my company and me personally. And as a result, what I've learned is you must 
diversify your portfolio. So today, my personal goal, and this is what I teach to all my clients, is unless you have 100 paychecks coming in every month from different sources, I don't care how much money you make, you're not doing the right thing because you must diversify. And one of the people that I always like to highlight in this model of diversification is Donald Trump. Now, here's somebody who is, by all rights, very successful, billionaire status and all that. But he continues to add to his business model. His most recent venture, as most people may or may not know, is the Trump Network which is nothing more than a nutritional, multi-level marketing company. So why does Donald Trump, being as successful as he is, have to add another uh, arm to his empire? It's real simple, diversification. I love that. We're visiting with Mark A. Grant, speaker, author, educator, radio show host, and marketing expert. A few websites to mention, but I'll mention what I believe is the main one. That's uh, www.mentorequitypress.com. Dot com And Seven Figures Authors Institute, I know, is uh, very important to you, isn't it? It's absolutely important to me because, as you said at the beginning, I've been involved in business in one way or another for the past 15-plus uh, years. And along the way, I have learned a few things. And one of the things that I learned was this quote by um, best-selling author uh, Patrick Snow. He, great, he wrote a tremendous book creating your own destiny. And one of the things that he said was, the affluent entrepreneur's best kept secret. You should publish a book to promote your business. No other marketing strategy provides this large of a return on your investment. So I think of a book nothing more than a $20 business card. And this is something that actually happened when I had my bankruptcy, I was looking around for different types of information. I came across this great book called uh, Home Business Tax Savings Made Easy. At the time, it was called It's How Much You Keep That Counts by Ronald Mueller. And I read the book. I thought it was the best thing that I've ever read on taxes simply because, well, I can actually understand what was in it. <laughs> it wasn't a bunch of googly gop like most people that talk about taxes. Sure. And I contacted the author, and we uh, developed a relationship. And um, I used that book for many years to not only to educate myself, but to teach people the benefits of having a business, whether it's a home-based business or a traditional business. Because the fact of the matter is, if you do not have a business, you are paying too much in taxes. That's the fact. There's nothing you can do. So I also use that book to educate people that are working how to correctly fill out their uh, W-4 forms because, as you may or may not know, and this comes as a shock to most people, when you get a job and your W-4 form is not filled out correctly, what ends up happening is you end up giving more money to the government than is necessary. And when you file your taxes, you get a quote-unquote refund. And the truth of the matter is anybody that's doing taxes that uh, gets a refund, that's a huge refund, you're basically giving your money to the government as an interest-free loan. That's exactly so I've right. helped literally hundreds, probably thousands of people, not just reducing their taxes by having a business and running it profitably, but also to bring home an extra one to $600 per month in their paychecks, simply by filling out their form correctly, what's called a W-4 form. And as a result, David, of using this book, 
I became known as the quote-unquote tax expert. And that book has allowed me to basically get lots of speaking engagements, I mean, all over the country. Uh, that book allowed me to get people to coach me. I was doing these things. I wasn't charging any money. And one day, somebody said to me, you know, you can charge people for this. <laughs> so I actually did. <laughs> and from that book, I launched my uh, consulting uh, career. And today, man, I use a tremendous amount of books. But now I decided, you know what? I need to teach my clients how to put their stories and their expertise in the book so they can have the same success that I've had. That's beautiful, and I love the idea of uh, the book becoming uh, an outreach of uh, the business and, and, and the importance of having a business. Now, conversely, I know you agree it's good for an author, someone who's in the business already of writing books, to really treat the practice of book creation as a business. How do you help authors create a business out of their writing practice at the Seven Figures Authors Institute? One of the things that we tell clients each day, when you go into business, there are certain things that you need. Obviously, a business card is one of the basic things that you need. And if you think about it pragmatically, you give somebody a business card, here's my personal experience with business cards. 24, 48, 72 hours later, the person cannot find your business card. However, if you give them a book, here's a signed copy or an autographed copy of my book. Guess what? They're not going to throw that book in the garbage. I mean, human beings, for some reason, it's embedded into our DNA that we have a high respect for books, and we just don't throw them away. I mean, it's not something that people do on a normal, daily basis. They'll keep that book. So if you are in business or you plan to be in business and you are an expert on a particular uh, topic and you do not have a book, then, in my opinion, you're doing yourself a tremendous uh, disservice because you either need to have your own book or use somebody else's book that's in your industry. And that's uh, one of the key things. In addition to that, if you are going to write a book, you need to understand that you don't want to do it, you know, just to do something, you know, just do it. Dan Kennedy says everybody wants to write a book. He says even if you put a monkey in a room with a typewriter, and you leave that monkey long enough, he too will have a book. You have to treat your book <laughs> as a business, and that means you invest the money that's necessary to create a quality product. And the clients that we work with, if they're not interested in producing a quality product, we simply will not work with them. That's why we call it the seven-figure authors institute, because, again, we're talking about a strategy that literally can help you to develop a seven-figure income rather quickly. And the way you do that is by having a quality book that you can put in the hands of people. I get a lot of books, David, literally on a daily basis that, you know, it's not quality and you can tell. And you don't need to be a professional to tell. Mm -hmm. You can tell that it's not a quality product. So what we've done with the Institute is we've put together and we've assembled what I believe to be the best experts in the United States, I mean, from designers to copy, I mean, all the pieces to create a quality book. So you can use that book to get into the media, you can use that book to get on TV, and you can use that book in a sense to boost your credibility as a celebrity so that you could, one, A, charge more money for your products and services, one, and two, 
use that book so that you can do less work. Because I always tell people, it's not always about the amount of customers that you have, which is called um, market share. But it's all about how much money you can get from one customer. And we learn about customer share from uh, Seth Godin, who I happen to think is easily one of the top three marketers uh, in the world today. It's a key idea, folks, to, to take the one customer and really engage with them in such a way that you can bring more business to your business from them. Tell us, Mark A. Grant, what is happening at uh, Mentor Equity Press, Seven Figures Authors, and the Radio Network? Tell us uh, what we can look forward to in the coming months in terms of events and programs you're running, whatever's going on in your enterprise, if you would. Well, one of the things that I'm really excited about, uh, David, is learning from you and taking a page out of uh, your playbook and some of the other people that I've been studying is to develop the uh, media arm of my uh, growing empire, which is authorsbusinessradio.com that I'm really, really um, excited about. We do lots and lots of things to educate people. A lot of them are free uh, or very low cost. For example, um, on our one of our sister sites, we have interactive teleclasses that we do twice per month. These teleclasses are free. Anyone can have access to it. They just need to uh, go to our site. They can enter their name and email, and we will send them the uh, teleclasses. If they cannot listen into the teleclasses live, we actually send out an email with the recording so they can listen to it at their uh, convenience. And these teleclasses are all about bringing together the best experts in the world today to talk about books, what's happening in the world of business. So those classes are always free. And uh, if people go to selfpublishingmarketing.com, they can see a list of all of the upcoming uh, teleclasses. We also have events that we do throughout the country. We did a wonderful event in Tampa, Florida in December, as a matter of fact, with uh, Dan Pointer. Most people know him as the godfather of self-publishing. He's written 126 books. And we're doing another event in New York City, uh, May 2010. This is the week of the uh, Book Expo. Yes. And we have a lot of other events all listed on the events page of our website. Very exciting times for all things at uh, Mark A. Grant Enterprises, otherwise known as the Success Connection Team, Seven Figure Authors Institute, and AuthorsBusinessRadio.com. Mark, a real pleasure to have you. I know we'll do it again. Thanks so much for joining us on the program and continued success. Thank you, David, for having me and continued success to you and all of your listeners. You're doing a great job helping all the entrepreneurs get their business to the next level by having what I think are some of the best people in the United States, like uh, Michael Gerber, somebody who I admire tremendously, tremendously. Great stuff, Mark. We'll do it soon again. Thanks so much. Small Biz America. The Brain. Online at smallbizamerica.com. Small Biz. Small Biz America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.